Alrighty. Who's got their Bible in this place? Wow, that is really discouraging. Though a book, a phone does not count. That is a phone, that's a cellular device. Wow. So there's no one with a Bible in this building. I'm the only one. Wow. Oh, wow. Mishmush, mishmush. Have you ever seen Mr. Bean? No, I'm the only one. Mish, mush, mish, mush, mish. Can we get the countdown, the timer on there for me so we don't preach for three hours, please? Now, so just quickly, if you had a Bible, right, which you're going to be bringing next week, yes, because Claire told us to. If you have a Bible, no, all right, I'll say this first. Psalms 59 verse 19. Psalms chapter 59 verse 16. Sorry, I said the wrong thing. I'll say that again. The book of Psalms. Chapter 59, verses 16. And before we read that, who knows where the book of Psalms is in the Bible? I'm going to give you a lesson here. Because if you, if you have this Bible, if you literally just open it up to the middle, buzz, there it is, Psalms. So if everyone, if you come to youth next week and the person says, go to the book of Psalms, you go, you know what, open it up in the middle, buzz, there it is, Psalms, all right? So where's the book of Psalms found? In the middle of your Bible. There you go, you just... I just changed the game. I just changed the game for you. It's not in the middle of your phone, is it? No, no. So, Psalms chapter 59, verses 16 in the New Living Translation. There's a bloke called David. Can someone say, G'day, David? G'day, David. David was, had a house, right? He's chilling at his house, and there was a, an evil king called Saul. Can someone go, go, Ooh, Saul. Ooh, Saul. So, evil Saul doesn't like David doesn't like David, and sends some soldiers to go spy on David's house to kill him. Oh, that is not cool. So David is in his house with some soldiers spying on him, ready to kill him. And then we read this is what happened. So David says this in that situation. But as for me, I will sing about your power, talking about God. I will sing about God's power. Each morning I will sing with joy about your unfailing love. For you have been my refuge, a place of safety when I'm in distress. I'm going to pray. So right now, God, we don't want to just be uh, interested in entertainment. We don't just want to hear historical information about the Bible, God, but we believe your Bible is powerful. We believe your Bible is alive and can speak to us. Some of the things, God, in your word may be foreign, but God, we pray that tonight it be made relevant, that it be made exciting, that we can leave this place better, that we can leave this place of a heavenly culture within our character, that we can be the best Christians, the best adults, the best humans, because you've encountered us. And we all said, I'll have what he's having. And we all said, I'll have what he's having. Because that's like, amen, I'll have what he's having. That's what it means. All All good. Psalms 59, 16 again. But as for me, but as for me, I will sing about your power. Each morning I will sing with joy about your unfailing love. For you have been my refuge, a place of safety when I'm in distress. Last time I preached, we talked about as for me, right? And so this week, we're going, as for me, part two. And if you want a subtitle, it's as for me, my God, my refuge. Can someone say that? As for me, but as for me, my God, my refuge. refuge. Good job. Josh has got it. Let me ask you a question. Are we good? Can I ask you a question? Yep. What was your favorite lesson at school? Tell the person beside you what your favorite lesson at school was. 
What have we got, Orlando? What was your favourite lesson at school? PE. Toyin, what was your favourite lesson at school? PE. Josh. PE. Does any, did anyone like any subject but PE at school? What have we got? Drama. No. Home time. I got. I I believe the best lessons at school was recess and lunch. Come on, can that have a witness in this building? The best lessons at school was recess and lunch. Now, let, let's take a, a, a step back to memory lane. Who remembers primary school? Some of you are still in primary school. Who remembers junior primary? They were the best days in school. Now, who, who knows what sugar does to your tongue? Mmm. Yeah? Sugar on the tongue, we go, mmm, I'll have some of that. Right, but I believe there's some things that are sugar to the ear, right? So when I get chocolate and put that on my tongue, mmm. There's some sounds when they go in my ear, I go, mmm. Now, there's the opposite as well. There's some things you put on my tongue and I'm going, back off Satan, right? Who knows what I'm talking about? That, like, that, that, there's just, there's like oranges. You put that on your tongue and just like, it's gooey, a watermelon. It's yuck. Oh, sorry, I can't deal. I can't deal with those vegetables. But then, but then, just like there's some sounds that make me cringe. Does anyone have a thing that makes them cringe and their hair stick up on their arms and they just go a bit like, <laughs> For me, who knows Velcro? When you rip Velcro, I can't deal. That is not sugar to my ears. When you rip Velcro, <laughs> that just makes the hair stick up on the back of my neck and I'm just cringing. Another one is, has anyone heard someone get a shovel and like scrape concrete, and they get that. Oh, that that is like not sugar to my ears, but sugar to my ears is you're in primary school, right? You're just doing you're doing your your PE assignment, not really, and then you hear that sugar in your ears. Boom! Noah's got it. You hear the bell. Oh, was it Josh? I thought it was, sorry, Josh. I ripped, off, I ripped you off. So Josh had it. You hear the bell and it's like sugar to your ears. You're like, come on, somebody. You go out of the class. You get to your bag. What do you do? You grab your lunch out or you grab your recess. You start having a feed. You do a few trades because your mum gave you an apple and you want your friends LCM. Come on, do I have a witness in this place? My mum hated trades. She goes, Josh, I got you the LCM. Don't trade it, right? That was my, that's another story. I love my mum because she wanted me to have good food and not trade it for something dodgy. But that's beside the point. So you go to your bag, you get your good lunch, yes? You get your good recess and you start mugging away. If you're a good student, you get you do your slip, slop, slap, right? You slide on your shirt, slap, slap on sunscreen, something, slap on a hat, whatever it is. Slip, slop, slap, you know what I mean? Does anyone say smart in primary school here? Was it just me? No? Because if, if you didn't put your hat on, you'd have to sit on the... Dot or something silly. No, that was me at my primary school. Okay. Oh, so, but you wear your hat. So we were sun smart. We slip, slop, slap, but we didn't slip, slop. We just slapped the hat. All right, whatever. We'll, we'll keep going. So we've had the sugar to our ears. The bells went. We've eaten our lunch. We've put our hat on. And what do we do? We run to the playground. We run to the playground and play chasey. No, 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 just no kiss, Chasey. We play Chasey, right? We play Chasey and you're it. <laughs> so, yeah, who knows what I'm talking about? You go to the playground and you play Chasey. You're it and then you're off to it, right? So if you're it, so Noah was it, 
and then he has to chase me. It's chasing, pretty, pretty self-explanatory. But um, here's another thing. Why did playgrounds have bark chips? So I've got to take this off. I'm just a little bit on the... I'm cooking. <laughs> oh, sweet nibblets. So, so we're on the playground and you've got bark chips everywhere because apparently if you fall on bark chips, it's nice. They're spiky as anything. Who, what kind of punishment is that? I think that's the teacher's secret thing to go, we're not allowed to punish these kids. We're going to make sure when they hurt themselves on the playground, it's a good hurt. Yeah? No? Okay. So you, you, if, if someone falls down in the play, on the bark chips, normally a good Christian, the good Samaritan would be like, Oh, poor fellow, let's help you up. No, this is Chasey, baby. When there's Chasey, this is street rules. No, 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 no. Not street rules, this is jungle rules. When that comes to Chasey, there is no rules. Can I get a witness? If you've fallen down when we're playing Chasey, you're, you're getting it. The, the, no one's picking you up. You've just, set, you've just nominated yourself to get out, right? To get and nominated, right? It's survival of the fittest. If you fall down, you're on your own. You're, you're the next person getting it. Oh, man. Yes. Agree? agree? We agree, yeah. So, but once you have touched that poor sucker, right? When I touch Noah and I'm on the run, so that's sort of again, you're it. Now, I run to the playground, right? Because when I'm on the playground, I'm in Bali. What did you call it? Safety, Bali's, not, no one. The playground is Bali's. Safety's, the playground. When I was in school, at my primary school, it was Bali's, right? So, so we'd get onto the playground and I'd be like, I'd get my, um, my immunity, my Bali's, you can't touch me, right? So you start getting a bit of your, um, oh, sorry, say. <laughs> so I'm on the playground, right? I get that puff in my chest, I get my Nick, jo- my Nick Jonas on. Yeah, you know, I get that puff in my chest. I'm playing Chasey, um, stomach jealous, whatever. No, whatever. But you know what I mean? You get on that playground, you get that puff in your chest, you go, you know what? You can't touch me. I'm on the playground. You can't get me. I'm Barley's, right? Here's what I'm talking about. You run to the playground. As soon as I've tagged you it, I get to that playground because I know I am safe, right? Yes. Or were you just too cool and you're just doing like, whoop, whoop. Dancing, dancing. Now, if we look at if we, what we read about David right at the start, it says that David made God his refuge, right? So what we could say that if David was playing Chasey, he would call the playground his refuge. Is that, is that computing? So the refuge for, for us when we're playing Chasey is the playground. The refuge for God in his trouble was for David was God, right? So the book of Deuteronomy... It's at the start of your Bible, towards the start, the book of Deuteronomy, and it is dedicated to the concept of refuge. And so it talks about refuge cities. And so it's written by a bloke called Moses. And so does anyone know here what, the, what Deuteronomy means? Yeah, they're very good. It means the second law or the law repeated. 
there you go, you just learned something to do. So Deuteronomy means the second law or the law repeated. And so because what's happening is Moses is repeating the law to a new generation of Israelites. So he repeated the law to their, their parents and now their parents are dying and they've grown up to become the new parents and, got, and Moses is saying, you know what, I'm going to teach you the law that I've told your parents. And so in that, so who's ever heard about people saying about Christians or people saying about the Bible, it's just a thing of do's and don'ts. Has anyone heard that before? This book is just do's and don'ts. And yep. But if you read Deuteronomy chapter 19, you'll realize God's just not interested in do's and don'ts. You can't do this. You can do that. You can't. He's not interested in being some bossy, mean person. He's actually wanting to set you up for the best life ever, Toyin, and allowing you to live in freedom and fun, not restriction and laws, right? And so, um, uh, I've, and then, with this Deuteronomy chapter 19, I've heard a few podcasts from a great preacher um, around this subject. So if you want to listen to them to get some greater context of this in deeper, check out Accidental Death. So that's like Axe is in the, 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 the tool, Accidental Death, right? And you can get some greater context from, from um, this, this, this chapter of the Bible and it will bless you. One Heart Church, One Youth Podcast, check it out. I just, it will bless you, right? Be blessed. Be blessed. So refuge city. So Moses is telling a hypothetical story. So it's not a real account. It's a made-up story of a possibility that could happen in the future, right? So um, there was two dudes, right? Two dudes. And they go, you know what? We're going to go and chop down some trees with an axe. So these two dudes go out to the forest, start chopping down trees. But one of the brothers, axe head, gets loose. And so he's chopping his tree Before you know it, the axe head gets loose. He's chopping the tree down. The axe head goes flying and kills the other brother, right? And so, oops, oh no. Does someone say that? Oops, oh no. So when the axe head gets loose, that is not cool. Because when things fly, people die. If you, you might not have got that. When things fly, people die. When you're ch- chopping down wood, you don't want your axe head getting loose and killing your mate, right? No one wants that. So, so Moses tells this crazy story of these dudes chopping down trees, axe head getting loose, killing a mate. So what would happen is if, so me and, me and Noah, we're chopping down some trees, right? And I'm chopping down the tree. My axe head falls off, kills Noah. What's going to happen? Josh finds out. Josh goes, Pastor Josh is a murderer. Pastor Josh killed Noah. How dare he? So what happens is, Josh is going, you know what? I'm going to go kill Pastor Josh. He killed Noah. It's time for him to kill me, right? But then I go, no, no, no. You don't understand. I'm innocent. It was just the accent. It got loose and things fly and people die. And oops, oh no, I didn't mean it, right? And so because I didn't purposely murder Noah, I had to run to a refuge city for safety. So these cities of refuge were places where you would run to escape the, the people trying to kill you. So if you got into a refuge city, you'd go, you know what? Phew, just like Chasey. When you get to that playground, you're just like, phew, yeah? People are good. I'm glad you understand. <laughs> so Moses is saying God's plan is that the innocent can escape to safety. Uh, when you have an oops, on a moment, run to a refuge city. And so now, if, if you had your Bible right, the Deuteronomy is found in the Old Testament. And then if there's an Old Testament, that means there's a 
New Testament. Great. You're on it. And so in the New Testament, we meet a bloke called, this is a kid's church answer, Jesus, right? So we get to the New Testament and we meet a character called Jesus. And so we learn that no longer do we run to a city, but we run to a person. And so Deuteronomy, Moses is talking about cities, but he's painting a picture of what Jesus is like. And so we no longer have to run to cities, we run to a person, and that person is Jesus. And so David, we see David talking about this trial in his life, and again, he's painting another picture of the same message where he goes, you know what, but as for me, when I am in trouble, I, don't, I, I run to a refuge, but no longer is it a... a an accessible city of freedom, it's now, a per, it's now a person being my God. And so we've got to have a David as for me, where we go, you know what, no longer do I have to run to a city, a place of safety, I run to my God, my place of safety, right? And so as for me, my God's my refuge. As for me, can I say that? As for me, my God's my refuge. And so Romans uh, chapter 5 verses 20 in the New King James Version says for this, but where sin abounded, grace much more abounded. Where sin abounded, grace much more abounded. One youth, it's time you get a new as for me. When sin abounds in your life, so when you gossip, when you bully someone, when you lie, when you cheat, we, we all sin. Can I, does, who, who agrees with me? I could list something and we'd get to a place where we've said, you know what, if we were to be honest, I have sinned. I have had an oops, oh no moment. And we would say sin abounds in our life. We don't mean to do it. We don't try to. I don't mean for my axe head to get loose and fly and people die. But sometimes sin just happens and we all have sin abounding in our life. But here's the thing. And so what happens when sin abounds in your life? You might feel shame, Right? You might feel guilt. You might feel condemnation. You might feel embarrassed. There's so many different words that when we sin, when we go, oh man, if I killed my mate, I'll be pretty devastated, right? Who agrees with me? If you're chopping down a thing with your mate and he died, I'll be feeling very, very guilty. And so, but what happens is, and then in the book of Genesis, who knows what the book of Genesis is? As soon as you open up the front page, after the front page, you've got Genesis, right? And then who knows the first two humans to walk this planet? Adam and Eve, yes. Oh, he's a, you can all have a chocolate bar. Like, good job, guys. So Adam and Eve are walking the planet, right? And then what do they do? They sin. They have an oops, oh no moment. The snake goes, precious fruit, whatever. They take a mung of the fruit and they sin. And what do they do? They go and hide. They go and go, rather than running to God, they run away from God and hide, right? And so... Our, na- our natural instinct, when we have an oops on omen, when we sin, when we do the wrong thing, our natural um, response is hide. Cover the evidence, right? When you do something and your parents told you not to do it, when you break, Josh, don't bounce the ball inside the house. You bounce the ball inside the house, what happens? The vase gets hit, breaks, cracks, and you go, oh, glue it together all dodgily. You know, nah. But we, we try and hide from the issue, yes? Am I the only person in this place that does that? No. So... But here's the thing, so our natural instinct is to go, I'm a fail whale, right? Our, our, our natural instinct is to say, how could God love me when I'm such a failure? Um, why did I do it again? I'm such an idiot. We can have all of these things that we want to confess over our lives when we feel like we've made the wrong thing. But the Bible verse said, but we're sin abounded, 
grace much more abounded, right? And we've got to get a revelation of this tonight, that where I make a mistake, there's love far greater than my mistake, right? And so mature believers, if we want to be a mature believer in this place, One Heart Church, we want to be a large, relevant church of mature believers who love our community. If we're to be a mature believer, that doesn't mean you're never going to sin. Sorry to pop your bubble. If you think you're going to be a mature believer, you're never going to sin again, sorry. But a mature believer is someone that when you sin, you run to God. And that's good culture. So if you want to be a mature believer, you understand that, you know what, we're not, we're not actively trying to sin. We're not actively trying to make a mistake. But when we make a mistake, we run to God as our first instinct. That's what a mature believer does. So you sin, run to God. You make a bad choice, run to God. You say something silly, run to God. You are a bully, run to God. Can someone repeat this with me? You, you, you do just a dumb thing, you run to God. You poke someone in the eye, run to God. You do what your parents told you not to do, you run to God. Great. we got to run to God when we sin. One youth, let's be a generation that when we have our oops or no moments, we run to our refuge, our God. Come and make some noise if you decide to run for Jesus. That's good. We, gotta, we want to run for Jesus. In the book of Luke, chapter 15, there's a story of a guy called the prodigal son. Has anyone heard of the prodigal son, right? Anyone? No. So in the book of Luke, chapter 15, there's a thing called the lost coin. There's another thing called the lost sheep. And then there's another one called the lost son. And we call him the prodigal son. And so Jesus is, just like Moses told a hypothetical story, Jesus is telling a hypothetical story about lost things and how God loves to find lost things. And so Jesus is, um, and so we just read there in Romans about where sin abounds, grace much more abounds. And so Jesus is telling this massive story of this, this young guy, this young son that sins in every way possible. You think of a sin, he's doing it. You think of a bad thing to do, he's doing it, right? But then the son gets to this place where sin is abounding in his life and he comes to his senses and it says that he decides to go, I'm going to go back to my dad's house. I'm going to go back to my father because with my father, he will make things right. And so we read the story and we think that this prodigal son, this bad sinning son is going to go home and his dad's going to be like, you naughty son, you sinner. But what, that's not what happens. We read the story and, and the, the father sees the son from a long way off and runs to him. Dun, 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 dun. You know what I mean? Dun, dun. No, we don't know that, that scene in the movie. Yeah, sure knows it. So we see the father just like slow motion. Dun, dun, dun running to his lost sinner son because where sin abounds, grace much more abounds. Where you make a mistake, there's a father in heaven with arms running open wide to go, you know what, you made a mistake, but I love you beyond your mistake. You, there's no sin that you can do that, can, that God will say, you, I no longer love you. There's no sin that you can commit that will, that will push God away from your life. Because where sin abounded, grace much more abounded. So we could be the son that is a massive sinner, uh, sinner, 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 but we have a father in heaven who is a bigger lover. And so um, we, we just got we to gotta, we gotta not copy Adam and Eve and run and hide. We got to get a David. As for me, my God's my refuge. If I'm playing chasey and I run to that playground, in real life, when I make a mistake, I'm running to my refuge, who's my God. 
Cool? So what, what we're going to do now, if, if we can stand, the music team's going to come, and we're going we're gonna to sing some songs. And I'm, I'm just going to pray in faith and belief for, for some things. If you understand, we're going to pray. I'll, I'll pray right now, but then we're going to pray for each other that we be people that, that know how to encounter God, right? So if there's anything... So, so we, we want to be a people that when we make a mistake, what do we do? We run to God. When we sin, what do we do? We run to God. So what does that look like? So we can be in a position where we go, oh, how could God ever love me? Where we go, you know what? That is the very week you go to youth. Oh, how could God love me? That is the very day you open up your Bible and you pray and you go, God, forgive me because I know that you have open arms to receive me, right? And so I, want, I don't want any young person in this building to ever get to a place where they go, you know what? I've sinned so bad that God couldn't love me because that's a lie. And you've got to understand, when you make the mistake, that's the very time you've got to get yourself into the house of God. That is the very week you've got to get yourself into the presence of God. When you make a mistake, that's the time when you've got to talk to your leader. When you talk to Leanna, you talk to Clay and go, you know what? Pray for me because I need God in my life. So can I pray? And then we're going to sing. And then what? And then when we sing, I want us to pray for each other and go, you know what? Noah, I'm going to pray for you and believe that you're going to be someone that runs to God. I'm going to pray for the person on my left and my right. You know what? We're going to commit to being a generation that we run to God when we make a mistake, not hide and wallow in our pity. Cool? So God, right now, if you just want to close your eyes and raise your hands to heaven. God, right now, we just pray for one youth. We pray for every individual in this building, God. We believe that we can be a, a person that when a mistake comes our way, that we run to you. God, when we make a mistake, when we sin, when we have the oops on our moments, may guilt leave our hearts. May shame leave our hearts. May all the things of negativity will want to make us hide. God, may those things not control us, but may we have a David attitude where we go, as for me, my God, my refuge. You are the place I run to because where my sin abounds, your grace much more abounds. So we're going to sing.